0: The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. Okay.
1: let's for to record, we got a Sun in Phoenix, too. 52 to...
0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Sunny in Phoenix podcast, a weekly podcast where we keep you up to date on everything Phoenix Suns basketball. My name is Charlie Erling and as always, I'm joined by Mitch Krumpetich. Okay, Boomer. Easy enough. All right, this week on the show, we'll talk about the 13 game winning streak. This thing is still going on. Three episodes now. Pretty impressive. Uh, Maybe four. Maybe four. Uh, Yeah, I actually don't remember. (laughs) it's been that long since we've lost all right (laughs) then uh after we talk a little bit about updating you on that win streak we'll talk about the two games against the mavs the nuggets and then the spurs and then preview next week's games we have the cavaliers the knicks and the nets
1: follow us on twitter at sunny and phx pod same thing for instagram go on itunes leave us a five-star review and a comment and you will get a shout out on the show Shoutouts are in order for our bet question from last week. We were guessing DeAndre eight rebounds in the game against the Mavericks last Friday. So shout out to we have a tie. We have two shoutouts. Shout out to at Comic Evangelist from the show at Comic Evangelist on Twitter, and Jason Schneck at the only Jay Schneck on Twitter. They both guessed different things, but they were both three away. So Comic Evangelist went with the big beef, twenty rebounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, jason went with 14 rebounds and deandre and had 17 right in the middle so shout out to both of them and then between the two of us i was closer so the the season series you now lead three to two
0: getting a little tighter now Yeah. yeah all right okay okay the 13 game winning streak still happening Uh, It's the longest streak in the league by eight. The second best streak is a five game by the Hawks. So we are playing the hottest basketball in the league, obviously. And the only thing you can maybe talk about is strength of schedule. We don't have one of the tougher schedules in the league so far. So, yes, we've had some very winnable games. But despite that, we're still executing, winning those games. And like last week, we we got the Mavs without Luka twice. We got the Nuggets without Murray, Porter, or Jokic. And then the Spurs, I think they were healthy.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: But they're bad. So that's kind of what we've been going through. But I mean, the fact that the team is just putting it all together
1: 13 games in a row, that means a lot. And it's hard to win this many games in a row against anyone. I think real NBA fans know that it's hard to win any game, even against a really bad team. The Rockets are still going to come out and give you their all, even though they're not very good. The Spurs are going to do the same thing. And the Spurs pushed us to our limit. We still won, but they really put up a good fight. So I think most people understand that it is hard to win in the NBA. Even against bad teams. Right.
0: And think about a few years back, the Warriors 73-9 and season. How many winning streaks of this caliber did they go on throughout that year? Because right. they had to have been putting them together. And maybe we're on to something like that. Maybe this is a a year where we just dominate the regular season, which would be a lot of fun to watch. Cool. Uh, I, I think it's possible, though. The the depth is there. The health is there. Knock on wood. Yes. But if we can keep this up, it's tough for teams to beat us on any given night.
1: Right. Yeah, and I I also just think that no one would knock us for losing one of these games. Like If we would have lost this game to the Spurs the other night, we'd still have a really good record, and people would say, oh yeah, the Suns are the top team or second best team in the West or the whole league, you know, put us in that top three with the Warriors and the Nets and all of that. No one would knock us for one loss in 10, 12 games, but no, we've won 13 in a row. Yeah. And it's
0: obviously just been a blast. And a lot of that has come from just a lot of variety in scoring from our roster. It's not all Devin Booker. It's not all Chris Paul. Lately, we have been seeing a lot of DeAndre Ayton, but that that's something special when we can start working in guys like that on this regular basis where, I mean, when's the last time Book scored 30-plus? It's been a little while, but yeah, we're still yes. winning games.
1: Right. And, yes, yeah, some nights it's the starters that do it all. Other nights it's the bench. Other nights it's a little bit more balanced. So, yeah, we are doing it in a variety of ways.
0: I mean, in this in this streak – We can say JaVale had a breakout game. Shamit had that one where he got going for the first time all season, it seems like. McHale had that game the other night where he didn't miss. Mm
1: -hmm. Payne had a couple of good games. He had 20 the other night. He had another game when he first came back from injury. Right. I mean, it's not just
0: one guy. It's not just Devin Booker. It's not just Chris Paul. In the fourth quarter, yeah, it is Devin Booker and Chris Paul, though, because... Their clutch stats on the season are incredible. And, I mean, D. Book is – he it seems like he doesn't miss late in the fourth when the game's close. It seems like he just doesn't yeah. miss.
1: Yeah, we're very clutch. And it's nice that we can go to those guys in the fourth quarter. And the fact that the opposing teams have had to – they've had to respect our other guys the whole game. They know they can't just leave them open. So, oh, yeah. I think that opens things up a lot for Booker and Chris Paul. But those guys, it's just intangible for them. They are clutch. Booker's been clutch since he was very young. Chris Paul is the definition of clutch. So, yeah, it's nice to have those two on our side in the fourth quarter.
0: So a a couple setbacks, though. Uh, Frank Kaminsky out indefinitely. We're just not too sure about it. And I read it was a stress reaction in his knee. Uh, we got to get rid of the soundboard. <laughs> I
1: don't know about that. Uh. I think that was fitting. I was very sad to hear about the Frank Kaminsky injury.
0: Same. I made that... Eg- I made that exact noise, actually. I just didn't want to do it on the pod, you know? (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah, it's like, here's the reality of it. It's not that big of a deal to the team, really. But it's just sad because he was playing so well, and it was so fun. And he's had, I I don't think he's had this exact injury before, but I remember a couple seasons ago, um, he did have the issue with, I think it was shin splints. So, you know, he's had these lower body, lower body injuries before and it's just unfortunate. It's very very bad timing.
0: Yeah, it is tough and at least being a big 7-footer, he's a uh, he's not heavy. So those right. lower lower body injuries can he can recoup from those a little quicker than a guy like, you know, like Embiid mm-hmm. putting all that weight down, but it's just tough and thinking that Now both him and Dario are just sitting on the bench. Um, I don't want to say that they're useless, but they're not coming on the court. And that's just kind of, it's tough. Because now we we were enjoying the fact that, yeah, maybe Frank can fill in for five minutes a game or so. But now that's Jalen Smith. And obviously the Suns aren't sold on him. We didn't bring him back with his uh, team option. But... We're just missing out on that now. And it's going to, it might not be tough this game or next game or the next, but at some point we're going to be hurting for another big man. And uh, looking over at Frank and Dario on the bench is going to be tough.
1: Right. And we have no idea how long he's out. All the team said is indefinitely. So that's not a good sign.
0: No, it's not. And then uh, Abdul Nader, also with a knee injury, missed the last couple games. This wasn't big news or anything, and uh, no. but the worrisome thing is, like Frank, he's dealt with knee injuries in the past, so we don't know if he re-aggravated an injury from last season or what the case is exactly, but uh, knee injuries are not fun.
1: Yeah, and I feel like it's less of a big deal for Nader. I mean, obviously, we want him healthy, but I think we're covered more so at the wing between... Crowder and Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson, and I guess even throwing Booker and Shamma in there, we're okay. Right, and then, I
0: mean, Chandler Hutchison, two-way spot. He could get thrown in there, too, if if needed, which hopefully will never have to happen. But Hopefully not. <laughs> uh, hey, him and uh, Ish Wainwright been getting a little run, though, with these big victories we've been having, so that's yeah. nice to see. They look quite lost, but that's expected. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. Let's get into the game recaps then. Uh, The weird series, home and home series against the Mavericks, home and home being both home for us, uh, without Luka, like I mentioned earlier. So you come into this game knowing that you're going to see a Mavericks team that's not doing what they're used to doing. And then it gives the opportunity for a lot of these guys to get up five or six or seven more shots than they usually did because they they get to make up for the lack of Luka. So you knew that some guys were going to be way more aggressive than they usually are. Uh able to just put it up with the green light. And yeah, that that happened. We saw Tim Hardaway go off in these games. Chris Stops had some good good minutes too. So This is about what I was expecting against the Mavericks without Luka, and I'm just thankful we came away with two wins.
1: Yeah, Porzingis shot 20 times in the first game against the Mavs. He he only made seven of them. And then in the second game on Friday, he shot 13. He was eight for 13. So he didn't shoot quite as much. But yeah, Tim Hardaway shot quite a bit more. I also saw that the Mavs are now shopping Porzingis a little bit. Potentially looking to trade him, Uh, which is wild. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But no, it's always nice to beat the Mavs. It would have been more satisfying to beat them with Luka because I know we can do it. Um, But whatever, I'll take two wins.
0: Oh, 100%. And I like Jalen Brunson. And uh, I just want to say this. When my wife and I were watching the game, I said, this is who I want the future Chris Paul replacement to be. If we can find a way to get him in at point guard, imagine how seamless of a fit that would be. Obviously, he's not doing Chris Paul things, but um, the defense, the all-around ability, I, I just really like what Brunson brings to the table. And old teammate of Bridges.
1: That's true. Yeah, they had a lot of chemistry. That Nova team was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I I never thought about that, but it, it, and he's a guy that's come a long way. I remember he was not that great at first, but he's really worked on his game and is you know he's going to stick around in the NBA for a long time. For sure. So yeah, but I mean we we just played well in these games too.
0: Denver I think so. It,
1: well, Aiton played really well. Yeah, and again
0: the clutch. The first matchup, Booker and Paul in the fourth quarter, absolutely put that game away. I feel so confident when we have even just a small lead and those two have it going. It just seems like we're untouchable in those. And then the second one was a 33 to 24th
1: quarter to put him away. Yeah. And I think this was the game where Chris Paul, well, Chris Paul finished with 18 points and 14 assists. And I think he scored, what, like 14 of those points in the fourth quarter or something oh, yeah. like that? Oh, yeah. He he hadn't yeah.
0: done anything in the first three quarters when it comes to scoring. Right. And then it, it, it was time. It was winning time, and Chris came right. up big. He turned it on. He really does just,
1: like, flip a switch.
0: Oh, yeah. I I just love watching him get to his spots.
1: It's, yes. Uh,
0: and then you know it's coming and the defense knows it's, knows it's coming too, but
1: it's They do. It's, it's like impossible to stop. It yeah, doesn't matter and, how tall you are. Right. Oh, yeah. And Cam Johnson too, it was nice to see him get going. 13 points, 5 for 8, shooting 3-5 from 3. He was the the player that... They interviewed after the game, that Tom and Tom interviewed after the game. So nice to see Cam get going because he's had some off games. He's been a little bit cold lately. Right. So nice to have a 13-point, you know, 3-for-5, 3-point night from Cam.
0: Oh, yeah. And the way we can stagger our rotation, if we can get Landry and Cam Johnson in there with either Book or Chris Paul, that's so many wide-open shots for them. And, it nice. uh, yeah, like, it, the shooting's coming around for those two, and it's only going to get better throughout the season, I have a feeling. Right, Bo- right. Both off to pretty slow starts.
1: Yes. But, yeah, you're right. The Those two paired with Booker and Chris Paul is
0: so nice. Yeah. So- someone is going to be wide open for a three, and if it's one of those guys, it, it feels good. Yeah, yeah. All right, the next one, Suns versus Nuggets. 126 to 97 we scored 48 (laughs) points in the first quarter and that it was a man it was a party it it was a party in my living room I was so hyped watching (laughs) that
1: yeah we were pretty excited too I couldn't believe it I mean I remember looking and thinking oh yeah it's it's probably almost halftime and the first quarter wasn't over (laughs) yeah
0: I know I I saw a, a second quarter score where I said, "Okay, we're late in the third quarter now, right?" And it hadn't even been halftime yet. That kind yeah. of that <laughs> kind of blew me away.
1: Oh, I know, amazing. Yeah, and they the Nuggets are hurting. I mean, they're oh, yeah. they're really having to kind of consider what they're going to do with the rest of the season. I heard that Michael Porter Jr.'s injury might be very very serious. Right. It's like a nerve thing. Yeah, that's that's no good. That's bad. Yeah, and with Jokic out, I don't know how long he's out. Probably not all that long, but that's tough. Who knows when Jamal Murray will be back? Their season. I I mean, I heard this even on No Dunks. They said their season's kind of up in the air right now. Yeah,
0: it really is because there's no one on that bench who you can look at and be like, okay, this guy can fill in for us, no problem. I mean, they they don't have that kind of depth, and then. I mean, Bones Highland, he was kind of coming along. And then he plays two and a half minutes in this game. I think he sprained his ankle and he was out for the rest. And then Will Barton took a pretty pretty nasty shot or had a bad fall. I don't remember he did. exactly. Yeah, that's but right. But he that's brushed right. it off. He said I, like he stayed in the game. They couldn't afford to have
1: anyone else come in, honestly. Right, that looks so bad. I was really nervous when Barton went down, especially because he was hurt a lot of last season too. right yeah i I like Will Barton, I really like him.
0: Will the thrill,
1: will the thrill, yeah, yeah, you I know mean, what really... I don't like though
0: Campazo, no, oh, yeah, I know, I don't like it either. <laughs> not a fan well he yeah. was he was minus twenty five in his minutes, so uh, I was gonna
1: say, I don't think you. Nuggets fans love compazo either. <laughs>
0: I don't yeah. know if Compazzo loves Compazzo, honestly.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, Aaron Gordon had a fine game. Um, <laughs> Jeff Green yeah, was probably Jeff their Green. most
0: impressive guy. I mean, not not just because of the 19 points, but... Yeah, just because of the nineteen points.
1: Yeah, you're not gonna <laughs> win a lot of games when Jeff Green's nineteen points are the most impressive thing. And um, they had
0: every statistician's nightmare out there with two Jay Greens. I know, I know. Jeff and, and Jamichael.
1: We also had a bull bull sighting, which is exciting. He uh he had two gold tens. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what you do. Yeah, that's what you do when you're that tall. I mean. Right. And I don't blame him. I was watching, and I'm like, you know what? I would probably do that, too. If I was that size with that wingspan, I would just grab them all and hope for the best. Yeah, (laughs) hope one slides by. Right.
0: I saw him at one point uh, during a timeout. They were showing their bench, and he was kind of in the background just looking miserable. I, I mean... He he can only afford seven and a half minutes in a game like this. That's a right. that's tough. I guess all of the hype that he had gotten, maybe I was expecting a little too much out of him this early, but I, yeah, he still he still has years to put it together, I guess.
1: But he does. I think a lot of people had unrealistic expectations for him. I mean, he was solid at Oregon. He was, yes. but yeah, just not super NBA ready.
0: I mean, you get Bowl Bowl and Taco Fall in the same draft class, and people are going to go wild. Yeah, that's right. And they did. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. All right, and the final game of the week against the Spurs. Final score, 115 to 111. This was a very scary fourth quarter. Uh, We didn't see the clutchness that we like to see out of our guys, and we just – I, I don't know. It seemed like they were getting to the basket at will, forcing Ayton to come stop the ball. And then how many did they just drop off to Pirtle or?
1: Oh, I know. I know. It, it was tough. Well, and what got me was in really, really, really clutch time where we're just trying to hang on to the ball so that they foul us and we shoot the bonus free throws. Chris Paul gave up the ball. I mean, it got stolen right out of his hands. And there were a couple mistakes like that down the line that were very uncharacteristic, and I was pretty nervous.
0: Yeah, I, I see the stats say that Booker and Paul combined for seven turnovers in this game. I I thought they each had seven. It yeah, seemed like they were so sloppy. It felt like sloppy. that.
1: It, it was a sloppy game. And I I actually almost forgot this was the second night of a back-to-back where we traveled in between. True. So looking at that, you know, we have it written out on our outline. I'm like, oh, yeah, right. It, it was the second night of a back-to-back, and we traveled to San Antonio after playing the Nuggets. So that makes sense that it was a little bit sloppier. Um, I'm just so glad we held it together and built up a big enough lead that we could afford having a bad quarter at the end. Right. And Eddie was saying something about
0: how when a back-to-back happens – it doesn't. You don't get tired if you're winning, is what is what he said.
1: <laughs> That's what he
0: always. Says, yeah. And then at the end of the game, after I watched Chris Paul hand the ball to the Spurs twice, I was like, "B.S., Eddie. Chris is right. tired, man.
1: Chris right. is tired." But yes. he has an excuse. He does. He does. And yeah, we've got uh, a day of rest here at least, so yeah. we'll be okay. But this is a rough stretch. I mean. We travel across the entire country and play four games before we come back home and play the Warriors on next Tuesday. Right. So, I mean, I really would love to say we're going to win all of these games, but I don't know. It's going to be very difficult, especially because we play. Okay, so the Cavs, not too worried about them. But you never know. A little bit of. good team the nets really good team the warriors another very very good team i mean if anyone's better than us in the west it's them so yeah it's gonna be
0: tough i haven't i've only watched a couple warriors games this season but i'm just not buying it yet really i'm not buying it yet is kevon looney still their center uh, Wiseman's still hurt, so. Like, what what are they yeah, going to do like against Dayton? Are they going to put Draymond Green on Aiton? What are they going to do? I'm curious, I'm just curious to yeah. see. And I know Steph can go for 50 in any given night, and that's a, that's a huge deal. But, I mean, Wiggins, still not sold. Jordan Poole, he's doing okay, but. I don't know, I just feel like we're so much better than than them at every position down the court, except for, obviously, the Steph and CP3, which is uh, not a terrible give or take, I
1: guess. Yeah, well, you're right, yeah. It It's going to be interesting to see how they match up with it, because, yeah, it looks like Looney is, I mean, either him or Bielitza. Right. Those are their two biggest guys. I mean, maybe Jonathan Kaminga, but... I don't think they're putting you know, him I don't. in it, that position, but... He, yeah, right. he's the only other guy that's close to their size. So, Otto Porter Jr., he's 6'8", but he's not going to guard Aiton. So, yeah, it's going to be one of Looney or Bialitsa guarding Aiton, and I like that matchup a lot. Yeah, or Draymond, I mean... Or Draymond, or Draymond. I,
0: that'll be interesting. And this has been the one matchup... Well, this and the Nets game are the two that I've definitely had my eye on. The the real tests of this winning streak. If we come out after that... And, and I mean, yeah. Warriors game is Tuesday. But if we're still undefeated by Tuesday night...
1: We're never losing again, if
0: that's the case. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Well... And that's the thing. If we win that game next Tuesday, we'll have won every game in the month of November. Oh. It's just a packed schedule. And that would also be 17 in a row, which would tie the record for the longest winning streak with the 0607 team. And then we would just have to beat the Pistons Ooh. on that Thursday for the longest win streak in Suns history. Oh, so.
0: mark that on the calendar. Because, right. oh, that would be so nice.
1: December 2nd against
0: the Pistons. And I mean, who cares about a winning streak in the end, unless it happens during the playoffs. But um, it's fun. It's nice to see the team just pick up right where they left off. Because we weren't saying that week one of the season. We were all, we were a little concerned. That's right. A little concerned, but not a, I didn't make any Reddit posts that I now regret. I will say. <laughs>
1: oh. We all learn. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so like I said, Cavs, Knicks, Nets, Warriors. I don't know when we're re- going to record next week. So might be before that Warriors game. might be after. Who knows? But let's go to our bet question for this week. So we're going to look at the game Friday against the Knicks. And we're looking at a yes or no question this week. So Alfred Payton used to play for the Knicks. Will Alfred Payton play in Friday's game against the Knicks? And I have to go first. It's my turn. Oh, oh of course, of course. That's how this one works. Okay. I I told you I have to go first this week and next week. Okay, so okay. I am going to say yes. Ooh.
0: Um. Do you care to double down with a uh, welcome? Home or welcome back, Alfred? Video. Yeah, do you think I'm sure happen?
1: they'll do a tribute. I would think. Yeah. That I'm coming home, coming home. That yeah. one. that'd be perfect.
0: I'm gonna say no though, just to take the opportunity to get one from you rather than.
1: Yeah, you're like, probably right, but this is a passion pick for me.
0: <laughs> How's <laughs> our have... subreddit doing, by the way? You is know that what? Top Actually,
1: it hasn't. But I have, a, I have a picture that I took. I was watching a clip from a press conference on YouTube, and I noticed Alfred Payton's hair. I was like, whoa, it looks like he's growing it out again. So I took a screenshot with the intention of posting it on our subreddit, r slash Alfred Payton's hair, and I haven't done it yet. Oh, this was probably three weeks ago. No better time to do it than right now. Yeah, maybe I'll do it after this. <laughs> no, it would be
0: funny. What? If he does gr- go with whatever the that crazy business is or was, how crazy would it be if it grew back the exact same, and he did it the exact same way? Yeah, I mean, we can hope. Can you mimic that? Like, Can you do that
1: twice? Well, I remember when we were really into the lore of his hair, (laughs) we learned, I I watched an interview with him, or maybe I read it, and someone was asking him, like, why did you grow it like this? And he was like, I didn't try to, that's just how it grows. Okay, okay. So he may not have much of a choice. I I don't know. If he wants to grow it out, it might just do that again. And that's really what I'm hoping for. I think it was his best look. Right, right.
0: Maybe we can incorporate the win streak. Like, Elf's got to keep growing this thing out till we lose again.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've got some good hair on the team between Alfred Payton and Cam Johnson with the fro. JaVale McGee has his little braids going on. DeAndre Ayton, I'm not so sure about his current cut, but okay. Um, we've, we've got some good hair on this team, though. Uh, JaVale's head...
0: Looks like a turtle shell from the top. <laughs> uh, it does. The yeah. pattern, it looks like a turtle shell. Check that out.
1: Yeah, I, I can get what it looks like just as soon as you said that. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, let us know on Twitter, at Sunny and Pod. will Alfred Payton play against the Knicks on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving? So, 50-50 shot. Yeah. And whoever's right will get a shout-out on the show, so... We'll see. I might have some people to shout out everyone who agrees with me saying yes. I, I bet I'll play like 40 minutes. Just oh, I hope I'm not so. going to go that far. 40, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move to the non-sports section of the show here. So for us in the United States, Thanksgiving is this coming Thursday. And I've seen a little bit of a debate going on on Twitter of what is the best pie to eat on Thanksgiving. So I pose that question to us. What is the best Thanksgiving pie? Uh,
0: Okay. I I feel like I do this for every answer. It's not definitive. (laughs) Pumpkin pie with whipped cream on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Other than that, I go pecan. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I think pecan's better, but I never eat pumpkin pie other than
1: Thanksgiving Day.
0: So yes. I, I
1: feel like I just have to go with it. Right, right. I agree with almost everything you said, except I don't like whipped cream. Oh. So pumpkin pie, it I literally only eat it on Thanksgiving. Except actually, my wife got a pumpkin cheesecake from Trader Joe's just out of the blue Ooh. one day. And it was good. It was really good. So that was a month or two ago just cuz it was I guess in season and she happened to see yeah. it. So The pumpkin spice is blooming. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I don't really eat pumpkin pie otherwise, but yeah, you got to have it on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then I I feel like I shout this out this time of year every year, but my mom makes this like cherry kind of like cheesecake type thing it's like a graham cracker crust with like a cream cheese filling it's not quite as thick as cheesecake but pretty close and then cherries and it's just so good so we have that every year too
0: word on the street is that uh my my sister-in-law is bringing over a caramel apple cheesecake for ooh, Thanksgiving
1: ooh
0: yeah i'm
1: i'm pretty hyped about that that's going to be exciting we're doing a green bean casserole this year. Ooh, that's the that's the edition. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't my family does, that, but she wants to try it. She has never made it before, but she wants to give it a shot. And I told her, well, it for sure won't be there unless we bring it. So that's what we're contributing this year. There you go. Yeah. All right. That will do it. We thank you
0: for tuning in. We'll be back. I'm going to say, let's try to do Monday night. So maybe a Tuesday podcast. We're going to say that. Look for the episode on Tuesday before the Warriors game. Yes. All right. You check that out at Sunny and PHX pod on Twitter. Let us know uh, your favorite Thanksgiving pie. Pie? Yeah. Thanksgiving. That's pie. right. And if Alfred Payton. Logs a minute against the Knicks this week. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Go Suns.